What do you want? The Spider-Men. You know who they are, don't you? Why? They ruined my son. Good. We all have to experience loss. Even you, Norman. What are you writing? The final chapter. Hello there, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of the video game podcast, PlayStation Pals. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined by the Miles to my Peter, John. John, are you ready to just talk a hell of a lot of Spider-Man? Yeah, I haven't been able to uh, discuss Spider-Man with anybody over the past week. Uh, <laughs> nobody's talking about it. Nobody's into it. So I'm really excited to yeah to actually get it off my chest for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I should have checked before we recorded like the completion rate because it was hitting 50 percent of yeah. uh, people that have completed the trophy heal the world. Okay. Um, so I think a lot. Of, I'm, I'm assuming you're you're being sarcastic that everyone's playing it. Everyone's beating it. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, you know, you know me, Nick. I'm sarcastic by nature, but yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> I was listening to, you know, as I always do, as I bring up, I think probably every show at this point, uh, mm-hmm. Sacred Symbols, and uh, Colin Moriarty has uh, a maxed out friends list. He has two thousand friends on PlayStation, <laughs> and he said that uh, it said five hundred and seventy of his friends were playing Spider Man Two. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is insane because he's like, yeah, usually like on a big release, there's maybe fifty to a hundred. Like when you get a God of War, things like that, you maybe approach like the three to four. But I don't think he said he said he's ever seen uh, that many. So yeah, it's uh, it's the talk of the town for sure. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Man is as we as we, as we talked about as popular as ever. You know, he had a the Cross the Spider Verse earlier this year. He's got this video game. He's the character is just firing firing in all cylinders. Like he is probably one of the biggest pop culture icons right now. Let me ask you this, Nick. You know, you're an MCU lover. Do would you say <laughs> that uh, Spider-Man is bigger than the entire MCU right now? With that one character. Uh, as it currently stands, probably without yeah, he's a without right Robert now. Downey Jr. and without Chris Evans, as you know, Iron Man and Captain America. Yeah, I think Spider-Man is probably the linchpin of hopefully the future of the MCU. So you know, that him and him and potential X-Men, but you know that might link into the next Insomniac game. But well, <laughs> you know that's that's way down the road. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. And what we're going to start with is we're going we're gonna to go through the side missions first. So we're going to go into the side missions, and then we'll talk about the story because that will just naturally lead to where we think the future of the franchise is. Even mm-hmm. though a, a, a couple side missions here also may lead into the future of the franchise. And where I wanted to start first is the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man app request. Uh, there was six of them, which seems little. I thought there yeah. were more, but yeah, there were only six. Um, and uh, the six were Find Grandpa, Rooftop mm. Fireworks, Photo Help, Howard, 
Graffiti Trouble and Monster in Queens. Now, is there anyone you wanted to start with, John? Uh, yeah, not not one particularly. I will say I, pr- I have uh, two out of those that are kind of I wanted to touch on a little sure. bit. But, but Let's do it. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, so I mean, you know, most of those are your standard open world fair where you just need to, you know, have some activities to do like the photo and thing in the graffiti. So those didn't really do much for me. But uh, I, the best side mission, I think, in the game, and I think a lot of people kind of share the sentiment, is uh, the Howard, uh, Howard's Pigeons kind of wrapping up that character. Anybody who's familiar with... Uh, the first Spider-Man games knows that Howard was a character in there and you had to go around the city and chase all of his pigeons so it was cool to see him again um but man, it's nice that I don't have to be worried about spoilers right now. I love this. But um, yeah, as we kind of find out, you know, we get reacquainted with him. We're kind of he's looking to make sure that his pigeons are like ready to, you know, just kind of find a permanent home, let them back into the wild, let them be free. And you're kind of uh, thinking like, well, what's what's up, Howard? Like, are they just, you know, are you just ready to not do it anymore? Um, unfortunately, I kind of had the feeling immediately what was happening. <laughs> and I think most people did. But I think it was still done really well where Howard uh, knew that. You know, his life was coming to an end. You go find the pigeons, a a wonderful home near where Peter grew up, I do believe. Uh, You get some special music along the way, which just kind of adds to the the extra emotions and feelings of of that side quest. And then, you know, you go back to report back to Howard and you just kind of are greeted with an ambulance, unfortunately. Um, So, you know, it it definitely has that emotional resonance, which I think no other side quest really even had any type of emotional resonance with me at all. So this one kind of stuck out. Yeah, that song is Seabird by the Alessi Brothers, FYI, if you want to listen to it. Uh, Yeah, I think. What did you think of the in the previous? Did you like the pigeon missions? I, I thought they were kind of a not a great quest. In Spider-Man One, <clears throat> no, they they weren't. It was it was it was um, just a way for uh, Insomniac to make the player kind of just get acrobatic with the way you got to swing, yeah. right? And you're just you're just it's you know because you have the crimes with the cars that you have to chase, but those are really easy to follow, obviously, because they're just on a street, so you just follow the streets. But you know these pigeons were going up and down and left and right, yeah. and you'd kind of lose them. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it, by the by the I don't know, you probably did ten or twelve of them. By the twelfth <laughs> one, I was just like, all right, man, like I'm I'm done, I'm done with these. So yeah, and so I, if if they did add the song to this. I, I didn't think the mission was all that great. You know, I, I didn't really feel anything for, about it. And like you said, it was, it was kind of obvious where it was going. Yeah. Um, and and kind, of, kind of funny did a spoiler cast with the uh, director, uh, Brian Intahar, and he said this quest was made in like two days out of nowhere. Like nobody prompted this quest to exist, but I think the lead quest designer uh, in just a few days came up with this quest and they're like, yep, that's in the game. Um, So, yeah, I recommend everyone listen to that kind of funny spoiler cast, too, because, you know, they get some insight from the creative director himself. So. Oh, so. All right. Well, hold on. I'm going to I'm going to reach out to Brian Intahar now and see if we can get him on our show. (laughs) (laughs) Bastards. Um, You said this was the only emotional one. A lot of other people are talking about. Yeah, the grandpa one. Yeah. I don't know if if it was that a mission. You could be Peter or Miles. I don't remember. Uh, I think you could do both. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm yeah. looking at a list right now, and it says it has Peter slash Miles. So yeah, you can be either. Oh, okay, yeah, because I, I was Miles for that one, um, and it felt well, good. definitely because the picture I see is Peter talking to Grandpa. So absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, I mean, I had this conversation before with other people that I kind of don't like that Spider-Man does this stuff. Like he's. There's more important things going on in the world than a lady losing her grandpa. 
But sure. I understand now that I've thought about it more is that kind of what makes Spider-Man more relatable than like a Batman, right? Batman's not hanging around sitting on a park bench and reminiscing with an old grandpa. You know, <laughs> Batman's knocking out the criminals and leaving on to his next <laughs> thing. But what makes Spider-Man great is this connection he has with the city, he has with the residents, and a mission like this just kind of like emphasizes that. So I've, I've kind of turned about face. Like I just, I just kind of accept that that's kind of Spider-Man's thing, even though the yeah. mission is kind of silly. Well, and, and, you know, I can't think of another superhero that's embraced by the people quite to the level that Spider-Man is. You know, you think of the Batmans and uh, Iron Mans and Captain America's. It always seems like there's a good and a bad side. And Spider-Man does have his arcs where, like, people are against him. But this is not that arc. This is everybody loves both of the Spider-Mans. And so, yeah, it makes sense that he's going to reach a little bit more of a personal connection with people. So uh, I, I agree. It does seem on the surface a little weird. But when you think about it, it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so the only other mission I wanted to point out was Graffiti Trouble. Uh, I think one of the strengths of this game too is that it has a deaf character and there's a lot of sign language, um, mm-hmm. which you don't, which we just don't see in a lot of media, you know, outside of what the horror movie, what was it called, the Quiet Place? Uh, yeah, a Quiet Place. A Quiet Place, yeah. Where they had. <laughs> I a, thought you were talking deaf. about Hush, Hush for a second, where like the, the main character actually was deaf and she was like dealing with a uh, uh, intruder in her home. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah. And I've not seen that, but in, in in a Quiet Place, there's a deaf actress as well. Um, so it was. It's cool to have this uh, deaf character in the game. You know, Miles's love interest. But in Graffiti Trouble, you actually play as her, and you kind of experience what it's like to be a deaf person. Which is, you know, there's no there's no audio cues. You're it's very visual. Mm-hmm. Um, the mission itself was kind of silly, and I think this is also a good point to point out like all the weird little stuff you had to do in this game that just you do once and never comes back. Including <laughs> in this mission, the spray can. Yep. Where you have the sh- where you shake the dual sense and then you have to like you know guide the sticks, but uh. <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, reminded reminded me of uh, what was it Infamous? I think yes, it was like one yes. of the first time I remember doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of it as far as the missions for me is. Was there any other ones you wanted to, to mention? No, I know. I, I mean, everything else, you know, Marco's, mem- Marcos, those are just, again, open world fodder. Well, we're going to go over those. <laughs> oh, so you I'm just talking about the these. friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Oh, apps. right, 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 right. Uh, no, no, that's it. Okay. All right. We'll move on to the next one, which is a pretty big one, and that is The Flame. Uh, this is the story where we get to work with Yuri uh, for a bit, who is now the vigilante Wraith. What do you think of the character Wraith? I'm not really a fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, uh, you know, I remember when this was teased, you were, you or maybe somebody else was like, oh, we're going to get Wraith or something. I was like, oh, that's an established character, I guess, that I knew nothing about. Um, but being that Yuri was, like, this positive force in the first game that, like, wanted to help Peter, I've, I've never really bought her downfall. Like, even through the DLC of the last game, like, yeah. her getting all shitty with Peter was just didn't feel right. It felt... It, it, I don't know. It just, it felt maybe a little too forced. I'm not sure. But so to come back to Yuri and see her, I don't know. I don't even remember what her motivation is other than she just has to track down this guy. And it, it all felt kind of flat to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. As, I, a char- as her, as a character. Yeah, I agree. It's a, like you said, I, I'm trying to remember in the DLC in the first game, what really happened, but it's like, it wasn't like something crazy. Cause you didn't see no. her ever. You know, it was just a tease of what she was going to become. I think she was, like, mad at, like, she was mad at um, Hammerhead or somebody, and and Peter wanted to just, you know, 
arrest them, and I think Yuri wanted to like fucking kill him or something. I, yeah, yeah. Some stupid. Or it's like, hey, just stop being a stop being a bitch for a second, man. Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> so you team up with her to track down what the the cult of the flame. Yeah. Is that? Um, yeah. Again. Yeah, so you team up with Yuri to kind of take down this cult, and it's not really uh, what their motivation really is, is to blow up things. Is, uh, I'm trying to remember what, like, really what their motivation was at the beginning. They're, yeah, they, yeah, they use branding. I, they're very, they're very, they're definitely pretty, pretty uh, gnarly as, Carl, as cults go. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't honestly don't. Not, not a lot of the purpose and things stuck. The only thing that really stuck with me was the the finale of this one. Um, right, right. Is the only thing. Do, do we know his name before? I think she says his name, but he does. Yeah, they do. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But, it's, but it's not. It's not the name of the character that we're used to. I don't think. That who actually plays? Are we just going to say it right now? Who actually plays Carnage? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know him, uh, his actual name either, no. Just look up who Woody, Woody Harrelson plays. <laughs> uh, this guy is Cletus Cassidy. Cletus oh, it is. Cassidy, okay, yeah. then it is him, yes. That is him? That's okay. His, yeah, that is Carnage. Um, yeah, so, yeah, the, the whole... The, the whole set of missions, which, you know, there's a, a couple of them, kind of lead up to this big set piece where you're trying to stop a, a train from derailing or crashing into all these explosives uh, just to learn that that's what they wanted the whole time was the yep. train to derail because inside it was another symbiote. And that's where you find out that it is Cletus Cassidy and it is he is going to be Carnage. Like Carnage is going to be in the future of this franchise because mm-hmm. this is where kind of le- this story is left off. Uh, Ray says she's going to go look into it. Uh, so, so we got so we got one tease for the future of the franchise. It's yeah, interesting where this will come up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to. Uh, you know, if honestly, let, let me just take a little sidebar here i think one of the kind of things i'm i'm learning is a weakness of the spider-man games is they, they spread themselves a little too thin just with the amount of people that i'm supposed to care about and the amount of villains i'm supposed to care about and i don't see them making <laughs> carnage you know he's not he's not going to leap to the front and center especially when they made venom a main villain in this one it'd be silly to make carnage than the main villain in three so i think he will definitely be kind of this again side mission-esque um path that you have to go down in the third game but i don't think he'll be anything more than that right well i mean if they do do a half step i mean he could be the the story of a half step too he could uh Uh, i think there's a more likely half step that we'll talk about here in a second um (laughs) but you know they could also those things could be one and the same as well i mean that that's possibility true 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 so yeah so we we 100 percent expect carnage will be in a sequel to this game yeah, <laughs> you know, I will. I will say I do be. love getting. Uh, I I love in anything when you're you're you kind of feel betrayed or double crossed. And like I remember when they're like, "Oh, we wanted that to happen." Like, you motherfuckers! Like, God <laughs> damn it! You know, it, it was a it was a good uh, rug pulling out from underneath me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what a, definitely as far as conclusions goes, one of the standout side quests yep. uh, of the game. So I would argue uh, the, the biggest side quest probably. Yeah, just by just by the ending for sure. Yeah. Um, the next I have is the cultural cultural museum quest, which involves Miles kind of hunting down a bunch of stolen museum uh, musical instruments from a museum. Uh, the bad guy for this was obvious right from the start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
Uh, this quest is just fine. I yeah, I, I got it's, I got nothing. It is cool. Like if you're a fan, if you're a music fan, like there's a lot of history here, um, including you know when the quest is completed, you can kind of walk around this museum and just see a bunch of you know. I appreciate it, you know for sure, but. You know, yeah. sometimes in video games, it's like, I'm just walking to the end. Where's my mom? Did you do that? Did, <laughs> yes, I, I, I did. I, I, was, I was just about to say, because like when you finally get to the museum and yeah, they're like, go walk around. I was like, nope, I'm going straight to the end. And then, and then I think even Peter or somebody was just like, um, you should go see some other stuff. And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm like, I'm not going to go see some other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like probably Genki, I think, or something. Yeah, but. like, no, I don't I don't care about being culturally significant. I just want to go, I want to go swing around the city. That's yeah. why I bought this game. And uh, equally as pointless was the Brooklyn Visions set of side quests. Um, yep. <laughs> do you have anything to say about those? Nope. Okay, good. We'll, we'll move on. They're just, again, more of those quests that kind of make Miles part of his community, his school. I will. The only, I will, actually, the only thing I'll say is I appreciate that they tried to make like a a couple of side quest like uh, groupings, right? Like, right. hey, right. These, these are all tied to this thing. There's five of them. Yeah. These are all tied. Like, I, I kind of like that. I just think they they didn't land very well. You know, just not yeah, really. Not I, very I think it's, I think it's hard to make them land when you're trying to rescue your school's mascot and uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, and do get some aerial footage of your campus you know it's not like yeah. the most uh, <laughs> that is true that is true the most interesting of missions so um next up we have the prowler stashes which were uh your uncle aaron's tech that you had to find throughout the city you had to like, kind of use like a detective vision basically to figure out where you should open panels and remove things or power up this or power up that uh, did you have anything to say about those? They were fine. You know, it's, yeah, they're trying to showcase the dual sense a little bit because you need to pull the triggers in specific ways. Yeah. But uh, every single one of them felt like uh, very, very, very easy puzzles. Like, it, it, it yeah. was obvious where you had to go. You open yeah. it up and you're like, all right, there's the thing, I guess. And so, again, um, no, not, not the best side content, in my opinion, but it was fine. Sure, sure. Uh, next, we have, uh, we have the Emily May Foundation Experiments. Uh, this includes riding a bike, <laughs> which we had, we had just brought up a few times, uh, <laughs> drone killing bees, what were the, what were some, uh, putting up the air things, the like the balloon-like things yep. that floated in the air. Yep. Uh, kind of very similar to the, the similar like quest in the first game. Um, the only kind of fun thing is that they are very varied. You know, you're not kind of every mission seems to have you be doing something else, which I appreciated. You never knew what you were going to get into. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And including the the, the plant mini game. I forgot about we can't forget about the. Oh, Matt. Yeah. The little <laughs> match puzzle, the plants. Yeah. 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 Match the plants to create new plant strains. Um, any, any thoughts on these? <clears throat> They're a fun diversion. Uh, I'll probably, you know, I'll disagree a little bit. I think these are probably my least favorite missions in the game. Uh, I, um, you know, there was a couple points where I was doing those dumb bug, like I gotta shoot the bugs and I'm like searching around and I just can't find one and the time is just <laughs> running out. And I just can't find it. It's like, this is stupid. Like, it's just, you know, it's, it's, there's no, wow. cha- there's no challenge. Uh, there's True. no, there's no direction. It's just, Hey, go find the 12 purple glowy orbs. And it's like, okay, like, 
I, I guess. Um, yeah. So I, I really hated the bug parts of it. Um, you know, maybe putting the weather balloons up in the air was okay because I think that was I did those pretty early on in the game. So like just getting to play with the wingsuit in a different way was yeah. was, was pretty fun. Um, yeah. But no, I thought those were uh, a step back from the uh, hairy uh, sciency things that you did in Spider-Man PS4. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Agree to disagree. Sure. <laughs> Next up, we got the unidentified target drones. This is a Miles set of side quests in which you have to take down um, Craven's bird-like drones that are flying throughout the city to find out who they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And this leads again to another big lead into whatever the next Spider-Man game is. Uh, it leads into a big villain, and that villain is Chameleon. Yeah. Uh, so, did you like these ones from a, just not even just the end point, the end payoff, but uh, did you like doing the wingsuit stuff? Yeah, no, these ones were cool. I mean, you know, very similar to the pigeons, which I know we kind of just shat on a little bit, but, um, <laughs> you know, you, you did a... You utilize the air tunnels or air currents uh, a lot in them, so gave you a good sense of speed and all that good stuff. And and I was genuinely kind of uh, intrigued as to what was going on because you know you kind of start to you you catch one and it's like oh it's this person like that's just a random person why do we care about them? And then you catch you you catch a couple more and they're like well this person's been dead for five years right. and this person's been dead for ten what's what's going on? Yeah, and so I, a good I, mystery. Yeah, I genuinely was kind of like I, I have no idea. Let's find a couple more. So yeah, that one was. Uh, uh, was pretty cool. I like that one. Yeah, that that's a good one. Again, a good payoff. And then, yeah, we expect to see Chameleon in a future Spider-Man game, uh, who is also Craven's brother. We find out in the game too. Right. So he is related to him. So that also could play a factor in the future of the franchise. Uh, I'll just kind of group these ones together. It's Symbiote Nest, Hunter Blinds, Marco's Memories, and Photo Ops. Any thoughts on any of those in particular? Marco's Memories is by far the worst <laughs> side quest in the game, John. You were wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're just, like, it's it's less offensive to me. Because it's just like, okay, there's one, kill the guys, move on. It is yeah. combat, you know, in the yeah. combat, and this is fun, and it's combat in the open exactly. city, which we've talked about, which is fun. Exactly. Um, I'm going to want to fight guys as opposed to shoot little bees, Nick. I mean, I don't right. understand why we're even arguing which one's worse than the other at this point, but that's fair. I I, I respect your opinion, but. Well, uh, it was just always picking up the rock, and whatever, the Sandman's voice is just so monotone <laughs> and annoying. It's just like, oh my God. Well, and on the flip side of how I was kind of intrigued with the uh, the unidentified targets, uh, this one I was very my eyes glossed over every time. I'm like I don't care what, what, like Marco, like these were such small little segments of a story that like and the entire time I'm like I don't care, I don't care. You're not telling me anything. You're right. just going, I am a sad sand man. Yeah. I need my daughter. And it's like yeah. all right, man. And then you just somehow, out of all those stones, create a statue of him, and yep. you give that to her, his daughter, like it's like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it was a little half baked, but yeah, you know. But like I, like you said, I I enjoyed the combat enough in this game that like I'm like okay, cool, I can fight some guys. Especially there was a couple of them. Like there's one uh, of note where you fight them on top of like a water fountain, and you could just like yes, pull, pull all the sand people in there, and it just kind of made me chuckle a little bit. Thank you for bringing that up. That that is awesome. That is like one of those things where they're like. I bet if, if the players can think of this, like if you can use that web gadget that pulls them all in, yep. and you do that over the water, they're all the, dead. Done. And I, yeah, that was that. I'm glad you brought that up. That was the really cool moment that I was like, "Can I do this? Oh, I can do this!" Yeah. Like, oh, that's great. Get fucked, um, sand. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, any of the other ones, the Symbiote Nest, the Hunter Blinds, uh, which this, are just kind of a repurpose of Spider-Man 1 bases. Yep. I, I um, like Hunter Blinds. I love bases. It's fun to sneak around. The addition of the um, self-imposed web lines is really fun and made those a little yeah. extra. Um, I did not enjoy the Symbiote Nests. I never liked being timed on things. Um, you know, so with these yeah. ones, you have to put a bomb on these little things and basically yep. just fight them for, for two minutes and, and, and ensure that they're not going to destroy the thing and then eventually yep. you have two of them and it's like fuck this man like it, it just those ones kind of sucked if i'm being honest yep yep i agree with you i agree with you on that and then yeah photo op is just a, a funner way to do like because in the first game you had to take a the picture of all those landmarks that uh this was a little bit funner because there was at least some interaction with you know kind of funny's greg miller wasn't in one of them yeah um but they're um, okay when you take pictures, Nick, do you care at all about like? Do you line it up? Do you no. make it look no. okay? <laughs> no, when the second that thing's green, it's that yep. picture's flying. I almost make it. I almost purposefully try and take the worst picture I can, just just <laughs> just because then it's funny to me when he goes, "Oh yeah, he's gonna like that one." And it's like, poor no, Robbie. No, he's not. He's gonna hate it. You really but, fucked over Robbie Robertson. Yeah, but hey, he, he every time Robbie came on the on the horn, he's like, "Hey, great job. This is this and all the heartbeat of New York City." Oh, it's like, all right, man, we get it. You love New York. Ugh. Yeah, but uh, and so let's move on to the next one, which which was probably one of my highest intrigue. My intrigue as far as like, yeah, I was more intrigued on this one than anything else because I was like, what is the payoff? Because this goes into my prediction for the year. You know the tie-in to the Spider Verse, mm -hmm. and that is the Spider Bot collectible, which were great. Every one of them was great. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. All had their own little personalities, their own little look. Um, yep. You know that was that was fun. And like yeah, like you said, getting to the uh, end of it and having the portal open up and, and seeing. I don't know who Miguel's assistant's name is. I can't remember. I think it's Spider Bite. I want to say, um, and seeing or seeing somebody there. It's the bartender, and her name starts with a D. I forget. Oh, it's the bartender. Okay, it's not Spider Bite. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, like just knowing that that now is kind of in place in this universe was uh, was exciting, and uh, yeah, it was fun to it was fun to find those things, especially since there was a little bit of an extra challenge to it where they only showed up on your mini map. They didn't show up, um, you know, and they obviously pulsed in the world uh, themselves. Mm -hmm. But uh, just made it a, yeah a little extra fun when you kind of came across when you're like, oh, let me go grab you. So. Yeah, and then again, yeah, the the you get to the conclusion, and it's it's the it's the Spider Verse portal. You know, that's right. a great tie-in, and then the character in it is like out of PlayStation One, which I thought was very interesting. Like yeah. she was like a PlayStation One character, like like that same kind of like you think like Laura Croft from yeah. the original Tomb Raider look. Um, Delilah, I think that was her name. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that, that's actually I think right. And this was, and and again, I'll referencing that kind of funny interview with Brian Interhar. This was with the directors of Across the Spider Verse. They wanted that character in the movie. Uh, they cut her out, and so when they were talking with uh, Brian Interhar, they he said, "Well, can we put this in our game?" And they said, "Yeah, that works." So it was kind of a nice little nod to you know the Spider Verse as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, but going back to my prediction, and we can talk about it now, is that this game is not using the Spider-Verse going forward. We'll kind of get into those specifics later. But are, are, are you bummed about that? Are you, are you, but are you, are you, or are you happy that Insomniac's going to trailblaze their own path with Spider-Man and do their own thing outside of the Spider-Verse? Um, I don't know, man. I love those movies so, so much. Yep. Um, 
that it's hard for me to say that I don't want to stay in that world. Um, I don't know. I mean, I might disagree with you a little bit. I don't know if it guarantees that it won't be included in the third game. Um, but, you know, if anything, yeah, maybe relegated to a little side side quest type, if anything, type of yeah. deal. But, I, um, I, don't think, I don't think they're going to do it. I think the teases in this game are to do their own thing and not the Spider-Verse outside, as far as like well, a main quest. I have um, one main question that we'll get to when we get to the future of the franchise that kind of leads me to think that it's possible, but unlikely. We'll, we'll get there uh, here in a second. Okay. But this was a fun one. Yep. And then finally, we have the Mysteriums uh, quest, which involve Mysterio. Uh, I should look up who plays him because he was in Jedi's Fallen Survivor. He was in... Uh, Horizon Forbidden West as well. Uh, sort of new mysterious. No sheer Dalal. Uh, no sheer Dalal. Is that his name? Yep. Yeah. 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 Look at that guy's creds. He is. He's in everything right now. He was a big character in Jedi Survivor. He was the first companion in Horizon Forbidden West. You know that Sky Tribe with the guy missing his arm. Oh, dude, he's a fucking. Uh Looks like he's Liu Kang. <laughs> like, in- <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, he's he's an actor to look out for. He's really really good, uh, and I knew, I recognized his voice immediately too when he's you ch- meet Quentin Beck. He was Charles in Red Dead too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my god, this guy's awesome. Did, I'm sorry. Did you say Phantom Liberty? No. He's Who's in he in Phantom? Phantom? Uh, it just says voice. I don't know. I don't. Oh know. okay. Huh. But yeah, yeah. Yes. He seems like he's everywhere. Yeah, he's he's becoming very prolific. Like, definitely an actor to look out for. Because he's like I said, he's doing a great job. Um, what did you think of the Mysterium quest? Um, they were. Uh, I I liked that when you entered them, it. it Presented you with a different environment, you know, a different world. Yep. Felt very dreamlike. Felt, uh, you know, cool. Especially there were some moments where Mysterio, you know, was this huge hulking presence, and he had like the skull yes. face on. He just he yeah. looked really cool, but fighting him himself kind of was stupid. And uh, you know, but I, I I enjoy the fighting once again. I just I hate timers as always, so it was kind of a little yep. annoying on that front. But at the same time, I don't think I ever ever struggled to beat him. So. Yeah, and I don't think they're... You didn't have to perfect them to complete the quest either, That which no. I appreciated. Like, I didn't have to go back and any one of the ones I didn't get gold in to do yeah. them again. But I think there was two I didn't bother getting three stars, and I was like, that's fine, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So. Um, what did you think about the end payoff, which kind of was not what... I don't know if you were expecting it or not, but uh, what did you think of the end payoff of this? Remind me again, because it slipped my mind. That it was his assistant's. That oh, fucked everything up. Not, yeah. not him. He uh, was not the bad guy. See, I don't know. It seems weird, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it kind of anticlimactic, really. It's like, oh, yeah. he's actually, Quentin Beck is a good guy in this scenario. <laughs> right, yeah. And, like, you know, and I'm not, I'm not a superhero guy inherently, so, like... You know, I don't have thoughts and feelings about how these characters are supposed to be portrayed or are portrayed or anything like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, it just felt like like kind of a cop out, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Like, like I don't know, like because Mysterio does have the the abilities, right? He's got the power. So it like, depends. I mean, there's different iterations of the character. Sometimes he is a magic user, and sometimes it's like uh, Far From Home, where it's like you know special effects. So well, it seemed um, like that he's a magic user in this one. Maybe not. I don't know. But I don't know. I just have a hard time believing that the assistants would be able to dupe everybody. But <laughs> you know, it's 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 a video game. Is what it is. Yeah. 
All right, let's get into that juicy story so we can spoil all of that. Um, I'm going to start with Roll Like We Used To, more bike riding. <laughs> this game oh, like bike riding. Um, Harry comes back uh, really quick in this game, which is not surprising. We knew Harry was a big part, and this is where we're going to get to heal the world and all of that. But uh, what did you think? Because we, we, we have a couple flashbacks in this game to the young Peter that we're used to as far as, you know, uh, the movies and all that uh, to him having his his hair down, his geeky look. You know, he doesn't look as good as he does <laughs> no. with his glow up in uh, this game. But uh, do, do you have anything to say about these flashbacks? No, I mean, they're, they're fine. They serve a purpose. But, um, you know, I don't think they added anything to the story. We, we get that you and Harry go way back. We get you guys are best friends. You're effectively right. brothers at this point. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's always, you know, to see characters in a different light. You know, Harry was much different, I felt like, as a youth than he, like, compared to how you spent most of the game with him. Peter, you know, is Peter. So, like, he's the yeah. same nerdy boy we always know that probably shouldn't be getting into trouble or at least he feels uncomfortable with it but you know right. harry, harry being kind of a uh, punk renegade guy but still somehow very uh, uh gets beaten up by the popular and jock kids um was it was fine i don't i don't begrudge it but it didn't didn't tickle me in any specific way i agree and uh, how, what do you think of harry overall do you do you like the character um <laughs> I, I don't, I, you know, I, and that's kind of maybe just real quick here to get into like the bigger narrative structure of this game. It, you know, as I've sat with it more, um, it's it's lessened for me a little bit at least at least on the narrative side uh sure. because like harry it all seems very trite it's like we we see exactly where this story is gonna go they're not taking very many risks like no. you know i was kind of you know hoping for uh, a big a bigger twist towards the end where maybe yep. it's not harry that's venom because like we got all the marketing right where it's like venom saying we will heal the world and then like you hearing harry say it's like well obviously that's the same person then. right you know and and so I was kind of hoping that it, the story didn't progress from, you know, hey, it's Harry to like now Harry's mad. Now Harry's Venom. And that's what we got. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the same thing with uh, Batman Arkham Knight when they were they were hyping up the Arkham Knight. Oh, he's this new character. He's not. He's this new character. It's like, please. And I was like, please don't just be Jason Todd. Like, don't be the same fucking character that it always is. And of course it was, and same here. It's like it's like you. We know how it's going to play out from what we know before we even launch the game, and it hits those story beats exactly. You're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm mean, having a fun time, but come on, surprise right, me. Exactly, <laughs> and like you know, because I, I, I think they could have you know maybe went a couple different ways with it. I don't. You'd have to change around a lot of things, but like I thought possibly like maybe Venom somehow gets the symbiote attached to him, and that's why he's so fucking big. Or maybe Peter. Who? Oh, Craven. You Craven. Yeah. Sorry, did I yeah. say Venom? Sorry, yeah, you did. Craven. Um, or maybe Peter for having the for having the symbiote suit on for too long turns into that. It's like. You know, it just, it just, so Harry as a character as a whole just felt very um, mechanical. He just like progressed the plot along. It is what it is. And, uh, you know, I mean, you got some badass Venom moments out of it, but no, I think right. Harry was kind of me. He was okay. Okay. So let's move on to Not on My Watch. And I'm kind of bummed about this one prediction that we didn't have. Is that like how integral Martin Lee, aka Mr. Negative, was going to be on the story? We in this mission, you're doing a prisoner transport 
uh, of Mr. Negative and Scorpion and your kind of just, you know, escort, escort mission of a giant prison ship. And and then when that moment where Miles is freaking out about seeing Lee, I was like, fuck, why of didn't course. you think about this? Of like, course. Of course. Of course this is going to be a big plot moment. This is this is huge to this story. Like, he, he killed Jefferson Davis, Miles' dad. Like... Ah, fuck, how did we miss this? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just something that we all instinctively do when you get sequels to things. You just expect bigger, better, newer. And so your brain is not inherently going like, oh, well, they're going to bring back villains we've already seen. It's just like you're you're not thinking in that way. Um, So... Yeah, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have counted on it uh, leading into it, but yeah, afterwards makes perfect sense. Of course, Miles is you know he's not going to get over the death of his dad very quickly. I don't think so. Um, you know, it, it makes sense, but in a very very Spider Man esque way, I love that they included that that story because I, you know, it's it was it was cool to see Miles struggle with it so hard to really uh, really wrapped up in his emotions of like I, I want to kill this man but I can't because right. I, I, I know I can't then to basically turn him around into an ally which you know I think uh, Peter even had a line in, in the game of like oh you converted your greatest greatest or arch nemesis into an ally like I've never even done that or something right. like something <laughs> along those lines um, so it, it, it felt good like if it, it felt yeah, it, it felt a, like a good bow on that that little arc well that 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 scene when the the raft is sinking after Craven's men's attacks and miles is just sitting there letting Lee's cell drown in the water you're like yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh that's my god! Very, like, that's not very Spider-Man of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, this mission again was just overall just great. Not even the, the story moments with um, Miles getting hallucinating from Scorpion's venom, but also the end part with the giant boat propeller on the dock. Uh, this this was again like a follow up to that amazing Sandman fight at the beginning of the game. Like this was like again three or four missions in, and you're like. Oh shit! Like, what else yeah. am I gonna be doing in this game? Like, this is insane. This is, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, 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 they never let up on the gas. No, no, I don't think they did ever. Um, and uh, we're gonna skip a few missions, but the next one I wanted to bring up was make your own choices. And this is my favorite mission in the game, John. Do you know what mission this is? No. This is where Miles has to go rescue Black Cat. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, this mission sounds, it starts very innocuous. It's like uh, you're just like kind of, you're actually kind of Batman. You're kind of like looking at all these <laughs> crime scenes. But then um, you find out that Craven's men have followed Black Cat to the Sanctum Sanctorum, the house of Doctor Strange. Uh, they're all surrounding it. And after you take them all out, Black Cat comes out with this this wand that can create portals. And what happens next is this fantastic chase through the city where she's creating portals you're traveling through portals you're going to antarctica you're doing all these crazy things she's she's launching cars at you through these portals and then leads into this giant fight where you're fighting all these bad guys and she's leaping in and out of portals she's she's bringing portals so you can pull stuff in to take out enemies john this mission is just great and i know it's just like them tapping into ratchet and clank ripped apart where portals were a big part of that but I was just, you know, again, like when I started this game and that swing song came on and mm-hmm. we're going towards Salmon and I'm just grinning ear to ear. Like this whole mission, I was just grinning ear to ear. I'm like, I'm just having so much fun. Like this is just, this is awesome. This is what a PlayStation 5 game is. Oh, know? yeah, man. Like you, 
you don't you can't do this on any other platform right now so yep. yeah man um, the element the element of surprise is always great and you know I remember uh, you know early on when this game came out my son was way far ahead of me uh, when it came to the narrative just because you know I obviously let him play first not because I'm a good dad right and yeah. I remember being in the kitchen doing the dishes and him just going whoa and I'm like what the <laughs> fuck just happened I went down there because I couldn't help myself and I, he's like dude he's like dad Miles just went to the North Pole or something and I'm like what are you what are you talking about um, and so it was it was uh, yeah it was cool once I went through that mission I was like oh this must have been what he was what he was mentioning and uh, yeah just showing off the the gloriousness of the PS5 uh, SSD it was uh yeah, it was. It was. I wish there was maybe a little more of that stuff, but to to make it make sense narratively, you can't really just keep portals popping up all over the place. So makes sense. Yeah, but it's cool. And Black Cat is is a fun character too because she's yeah, kind of like she's always teasing the Spider Man, and and I thought it was it was nice to have her interact with Miles. I mean, uh, I'll tell you what. If I was Peter, I'd probably be uh, her over Mary Jane. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her her costume is a bit ridiculous, but yeah, <laughs> that's superheroes for you. And she seems cool. She's like, yeah, you know, just wants to go have fun. You know, just wants to kind of explore the world, steal some stuff, go have fun. Yeah, yeah. And then we also get the tease because you have the wand at the end of this mission and the wand disappears and you get a note from Wong. Um, and, and again, this comes out through this game is like, what what does Insomniac have license to? Like, right. we know like when you license a Marvel property, you don't get the whole kit and caboodle, you know? You can't just bring in whoever you want. You know, you work with them. You get licenses with specific characters. And the Spider-Man universe itself is pretty broad. There's a lot of heroes. There's a lot of villains. You know, you can work with a lot. But every time they do this, I'm like, can Thor just show up in one of these missions? You know, can we just have Thor just come down and be like, hey, Peter, I'm helping you with this one mission. And then it's like over and he leaves. Like, I'm always like wondering. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't, it is a good question because I mean, Spider-Man is owned by Sony. He's the one character in the MCU that is. And so when I think about his movies, right, I mean, Doctor Strange was like the main character or main side MCU character in No Way Home. So maybe there is some sort of weird, like, you know, they, they, bought the rights to Doctor Strange for like the next five years or something and they just used him just because they had him. I, I, I'm i not sure either. Um, right. But yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. Because you have the Avengers Tower. You yep. have the Wakanda Embassy. Yep. You have the Wakanda suit for Miles later. Uh, and we know they have the X-Men license because they're making a Wolverine game. So it's just like, what do they have license to? And I, I think at this point it was probably like, Man, I don't know what to expect later in this game. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, because if this is in here, this mission in, itself is like anything can really happen. But, well, unfortunately, and, it's. You know, video games are so big, bigger than anything. You know, bigger. A uh, release of a video game is bigger than any movie, any TV show. So, mm-hmm. in Mar- Marvel, while still on, you know, top of Money Mountain, they have been, <laughs> they have been, you know, on a downswing for the past two years maybe and so they'd be insane to like not want to just be in there as much as possible if like insomniac's like hey we can throw some stuff in like if you are if you're cool with it they'd be like yeah yeah, right. yeah do it and like of course you know right, right so yeah everyone's making a marvel game right now so right you know and insomniac has the fortune of being ahead of the game you know they're they're probably I'd, good luck <laughs> trying to outsell spider-man right now yeah, they, they are the game right now <laughs> you're right yeah <laughs> All right, and the the next mission I wanted to highlight was a second chance with which had Harry, MJ, and Peter walking through Coney Island, uh, which is uh, you know an amusement park, and and again like. Did you ride all the rides? Did you do all the the mini games you could do? Uh, yeah, I think I did. <laughs> did you earn your cowboy hat? 
Yeah, I did. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I, because Le- Levi got real mad at me. He's like, where did you get that? And I'm like, I did the things. He's like, oh, uh, well, I didn't do the thing. I was like, well, you should do the things, buddy. Let it be a, le- <laughs> let it be a lesson. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Yeah. Um, and then this mission, of course, it can't be a Spider-Man mission with going to hell because um, Hammerhead, is, or Tombstone, not Hammerhead, Tombstone, Tombstone yeah. is, uh, is uh, kind of rehabilitating his life, and he's just a normal uh, go-kart uh, mechanic runs the go-kart place at, at Coney Island. Craven's men come there to capture them um, because, again, their their stick is to capture all the villains and heroes. And uh, so that kind of turns into a big thing. But kind of the big story plot that was a little divergent that I, I was surprised about is that Harry, is, with the symbiote, and not, Venom, not being Venom, is a hero himself. Yeah. He becomes kind of a, a deputized Spider-Man. His suit kind of looks like Spider-Man. Um, yeah, that kind of annoyed Jim. me, honestly. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, you know, you can chalk it down to it's the symbiote, but, like, why is Harry able to flip and do crazy karate and, and fight and all that stuff right now? I mean, I, again, I get, you, I get you have the symbiote on. That should increase your strength, allow you to, you know, shoot your arm out to grab a thing and swing, but, like, I don't know. I, that, it, that kind of stuff always bothers me with any type of comic book thing, and that's just me being an extra cynical, you know, old man. But you know, it's the same issue I have with Thanos, uh, just being as strong as he is. It's just like I don't, I feel like you shouldn't be able to beat Thor or even Kraven. Like you're just a dude. Why can you beat up everybody? It just doesn't make sense to me. I think you're you're right to be a little critical of how fast he's able to do everything he's doing. Like like you said, it's not like just like a. A little thing. He's like he's a, basically a superhero at this point, and yeah, he's keeping I up with Peter. I, like, what? Yeah, I didn't mention the following mission where you actually have to rescue Tombstone from like that underground like factory, but um, yeah, that whole mission too. The same thing is like it seems a little absurd to have Harry this level of superhero so fast. Yeah, I was kind of I was ready to for when Harry was not like part of the Spidey team again. I was just like, all right, man, like, you know, I, I also because I wanted, I think, the plot to move along. And I knew that sure. at some point, like, you know, this is not going to end well at some point. All right. So let's move on to good men. And John, you mentioned how uh, how many like how spread out the Spider-Man universe is. Mm-hmm. Well, at least good men in which MJ infiltrates a zoo to try and rescue uh, Kirk Connors. Uh, we learned a grim fate for a lot of these superheroes. Uh, we kn- I didn't mention the mission where you see Scorpion visibly get killed. Uh, but in here, you know, we know Scorpion's dead, but we also learned Vulture's gone. Uh, Shocker's gone. Who else is gone? Rhino's gone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. There's four of them. That sounds about right. Yeah, I can't. I can't. But uh, but uh, you know, one thing to, to condense the universe is just to get rid of the other the other villains and kind of establish Craven as a bigger threat than you might have thought. Like I know you kind of don't believe yeah him as to be as big a bad as 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 he's portrayed throughout the story. But at least this kind of planted the seeds that you might be like, oh shit. Like, he just took out more than half of the Sinister Six from the last game. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, the side that I I do get a little bit more believable with is that, like, the amount of tech that that guy has at his disposal (laughs) is ridiculous. So, you know, the the camouflage, the weaponry, the art, like, the the helicopters and all that stuff. So it makes sense on that scheme. But it's just, like, when you then start to dissect it on a larger level, it's like, where did you get all this money? Where do you, how did you guys set up in the city? How did you get, recruit these people? It just... 
I I don't know. It, it, it's it's some one of those things that I understand. They'll probably just be like, just suspend your disbelief or suspend your belief. It's like, yeah. sure, sure. You have right. to do that when you watch most things. Like, hey, why are these animals talking in Charlotte's Web? It's like it's because it's a fucking story. Who cares? <laughs> right. um, but I don't know. You know, just one of those things. Um, and then uh, again, we want to highlight how like that MJ plays great. Like yeah, it's not it's not the worst thing yeah. in the world. Her her moments. They give her a stun gun. She has. She can handle herself, so it's not it's not the hardest part of the game anymore. And they were quick yeah. too. I feel like I never yeah. and it, it didn't linger. So yeah, I was uh, I was okay with those for sure. But uh, this is also the mission in which Craven stabs Peter, mm. and Peter is dying, mm. and he gets the symbiote suit, which is again, you know, we talked about this on the regular show, but like like when you want like a power fantasy, yeah. Uh, the when you're in the symbiote suit and you're in that like symbiote rage mode, which is just like the Kratos rage mode, yep. where you're just you're able to just <sighs> pummel whoever gets in your way, it feels really good. It does, yeah. It, it makes you not <laughs> want to take off that suit for sure. No, <laughs> but, no. But that was, I mean, that moment uh, was, you know, what I was kind of talking about when I was like, you know, I want to be surprised. I want to have these moments that stick with me. And yeah, and Craven stabbing Peter and like him being like, oh, f- is he gonna? die like <laughs> you know and i didn't think he would because I, I knew the symbiote and like we, we knew all that stuff um right. but uh yeah it was a pretty pretty uh you know eyes glued to the screen edge of my seat kind of moment yeah and the symbiote suit's great like for sure hands down like so fantastic um all right we'll move on to it chose you and uh, this is where we track down the I lizard choose you pikachu <laughs> This is where you track down the lizard as Peter, uh, leading to arguably, I think, the best fight in the game, the best boss fight. Um, and I mentioned, I meant to talk, to, mentioned, I meant to talk about this with the when we were talking about uh, the flame, and you had to fight Wraith. Mm-hmm. Do the bosses of these games have too many phases? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, I feel like, you know, Venom at the end of the game has a, what, four phases? And yep. that's that's fine, I think, because it's, you know, it's a multi-layered fight, right? You're fighting as Miles, then you're fighting as Peter, you're fighting in this location, he sprouts wings, he flies his, like, so that one makes a little more sense uh, than something like, yeah, v- v- Lizard has three you know, three phases. But, oh, and I think Lizard's in the same boat because it's like you fight him and then you chase him down yeah. and then you fight him again. Um, he's also good at that, but I think like when you talk about like the Wraith fight or the, we'll get into the Scream fight later, like when they have multiple phases but the, the actual gameplay isn't changing really. Right, right. It's kind of like, okay, can we just, can right. we just move on? Mul- multiple <laughs> phases for set piece reasons? Okay. Multiple phases <laughs> for individual fight? Not good. No, no, not at all. But but the lizard fight still is my favorite fight of the game. I think it's a lot of these fights that kind of just like break out into the city and they have multiple uh, phases. I'm all yeah. for. Like oh, yeah. I think that's that's what they do they do best here. Yep. So yep. Um, moving on, we have and if, if I skip one of your missions, just you know yell at me, John. Okay. I don't know if. But uh, the next mission I have is anything can be broken. Uh, this is kind of the the culmination of. Evil Peter, uh, Peter fights Craven, and then you get Miles versus Peter. Um, what do you what do you what do you think? What did you think about the particularly the the Miles versus Peter fight? Yeah, I mean it was it was cool. I kind of thought that that was going to happen at some point. Um, you know, just 
knowing the trajectory of the release you know, uh, trailers that Insomniac showed and Sony showed and, and all that kind of stuff. It just, it made sense that at some point, Peter's not going to just shake this thing by himself. Right. How, so how's right. he going to shake it? Well, Miles. Uh, so like, I, I kind of expected that right. to, to come and that kind of goes back to what I was saying about the story being a, a little bit trite, but yes. you know, but it's still like anytime, you know, it's like when, um, uh, spoilers for The Last of Us 2 but it's like when you're playing as Abby and you all of a sudden you're fighting against Ellie and you're like what the fuck like this just feels crazy <laughs> like I don't want to shoot Ellie but like you know you kind of do it and, and in this moment too I was like well I'm doing this for you Peter you know I gotta get this thing off of you so it didn't feel too bad but it, it was cool you know I was, I was down with it yeah yeah it was fine and I did miss the I did, I did miss one mission and that was the no escape and that was the Mr. Negative versus Miles Morales uh, fight did you have anything to say on that? I I would thought the Mister or negative fight was okay, like yeah, his it, old it dream felt, world. Yeah, it felt very similar to the first one. So yeah. I uh, no, I, not really, nothing to say. Okay, all right, good. Other than yeah, again, Miles forgives Mister Negative, which is which is great, as John pointed out. You know, like he converts his his arch his arch nemesis. So that's yeah, and, great. Then, and then they make out. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then. Don't be scared is the next mission, and this is where, um, and we didn't forget to mention, what did you think of the symbiote was the reason Kirk Connors lost his arm? We forgot, kind of glanced over that. Although that was a cool, cool little, to bring this story kind of more integrated. Sure. Uh, yeah, like, that's, that's, I think, a thing that appeals to comic book people. For me, I was just like, okay, like it didn't. It, okay. it it didn't didn't really impact me <laughs> just because again I don't I don't I don't think of Spider Man when I think of the Spider Man story it's the story that's in front of me it's not like this big universe that has fifty years of comic books and things which I know some people uh, you know think of it a little more like that but sure. I, I didn't know what Connor's losing his arm like original reason was so I just, I don't either okay <laughs> so yeah I was like well maybe so. you know that's, that's fair but yeah it was good. Yeah, just again, like I said, it, it further connects kind of this, the overall story here. Um, but again, you know, Peter goes to bring the suit or the symbiote, which Miles helps separate from him to Dr. Connors. But, you know, Harry, you know, needing that suit to live, uh, gets in a tussle with uh, Spider-Man, breaks open uh, the canister and we get we get Venom. There we get is. a playable Venom. I yeah. get 0.3 points on my prediction. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> that Venom is playable. John, what did you think of playing a very, very large Venom character? Yeah, well, you're, you're talking about power fantasies, man. I mean, there, there, <laughs> there, isn't, there isn't anything bigger than that. I mean, <clears throat> on one hand, super duper cool. Everybody loves Venom. Venom is like one of the most badass characters in all of fiction. Uh, on the other hand, I kind of, you know, I, th I thought it was the perfect length. It was probably like 10 to 15 minutes playing as yeah. him, you know, and that was enough because your, your moveset is much more limited. It's very tanky. Yeah. It's it's like in any game where you kind of have like some sort of super form and then you get into it and it's just like heavy attack, heavy attack, light attack, light attack, light attack, heavy attack, heavy attack. And that's fine for what it is. But um, yeah. it was super cool. I'm glad they did it. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, that way, because since we're uh, not going to be getting a Venom spinoff with all likelihood, you know, got nope. that out of the way, get to play as him, I'm all for it. Yeah, I think once, when I, when, when we had his size and he was so big, I was like, oh, he, this is just one moment. This is not, I'm not going to be swinging around the city as Venom. No. <laughs> like, this is just, this is it. But, uh, which is fine. Like you said, it was a great moment. It led to a boss fight with Craven. 
It ended with <coughs> Venom biting Craven's face off. Oh, more than his face. This, I think it was his whole head, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his whole head. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, kind of put Craven to rest, and we kind of move into uh, a prediction we made when we were in our Before New York podcast, uh, where we, we, we briefly mentioned, like, will there be multiple symbiotes? Like, will there be other characters? And like, and like I said in that podcast, typically there is more than one symbiote, but... In this universe, Venom can create as many symbiotes as he wants as long as he touches them. And that kind of leads us into our endgame bad guys, which are just symbiotes all over the city. Um, and as John mentioned, they're, they, they aren't too fun to, to clean up, that's for sure. But yeah, <laughs> it is what I, it is. I wasn't really expecting end-of-the-world um, scenario with this one. I didn't think Venom had that ability. Like, right. So, so to get to the level of direness that it got to uh, was... was one of the one of the more unexpected things, I suppose, when you finally see New York City and it's just covered in venom goo, and you're like, "Oh God, yeah, <laughs> oh man, we're fucked." <laughs> and uh, this leads to this isn't you, which is a which is a great overall mission. Which uh, you always like the the superhero comes home to find the villain in his house talking to his you know his love interest, mm-hmm. and it's not Venom, it's just Harry. And it was a good scene. I, I really did actually enjoy the tenseness of this scene. And, and I definitely loved where it led to. Like, yeah. I, as we talked about, like, the story being kind of a little bit predictable. Uh, MJ becoming the uh, symbiote scream was not one of them, <laughs> you know? like <laughs> Yeah, this, this was my most surprising moment in the game, I think. Um, you know, unfortunately... <laughs> Uh, Peter getting stabbed by Craven was spoiled to me by my son. No big deal, is what it is. Yep. But this one wasn't, and um, yeah, because it's. I think the camera is is really well done. Where, you know, Harry's standing up, a table has been flipped over. You know that MJ is behind the table, like right. unconscious on the ground or something, and and you see Venom's like arms stick to her or something. Like, what are you doing? And then when you see her kind of rise above the table as scream, you're like, oh fuck, you know, because yeah. because yeah, you got the added. Uh, added, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know what you say, but a scenario where Peter—that's Peter's fucking, you know, future wife. So it's not right. just like a person. It's like, oh god, right. this is super personal now. And uh, and I think Scream just kind of looks kind of cool, you know, ridiculous yes. hair, kind of just cool looking, scary character. Yeah, and, I, and and it was a fun boss fight. It was fun to have like. You know, we're both in relationships. We know, like, the ups and downs of being in a relationship with someone, being around them 24-7, and to kind of have, you know, all the things that have kind of been building up. You know, at the beginning of this game, we know Peter's broke. He has no money. There's, what, like $4 million in debt or something because of Aunt May's (laughs) house? Something crazy. (laughs) And that, that there was a lot of strain because MJ was obsessed with getting a article on the front page of the daily bugle and all that stuff and so they, their relationship was strained but they weren't talking about it but her becoming this evil symbiote let all of that kind of like bottled up anger come out during the fight and even though i i wish the fight didn't have multiple phases you know i i related to a scenario where like it's like oh god just everything's coming out and we're like and peter's just trying to plead with her that we're going to work this all out but of course you know she's influenced by the symbiote mm. um just a, just a great moment overall. The one time uh, it's okay to abuse your spouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you want to get a symbiote off of her. Yep, yep. That's, all, that's the only time it's allowed. <laughs> but uh, we all know that everything goes well there. And then the next mission I wanted to talk about, and something I wasn't really aware of, and that was set things right, where 
Uh, Lee and Miles save Peter. This is where we get the anti-venom. This is kind of the cheat code that you get to use the symbiote powers uh, going forward in the game. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So something me and John, I, I would have never predicted this. I'm never, I was never aware that this, this version of Peter existed, but obviously uh, Peter being the, being able to use the symbiote to, you know, cure people and uh, enhance uh, his fighting capabilities against the symbiotes is, you know, that's, it's, it works, you yep. know. Let you lets you use that skill tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, you know, I, again, I don't know if that was an established thing in the <clears throat> Spider-Man lore or not, but um, yeah, uh, yeah. Give me the, give me, the, give me those, give me those gooey, gooey abilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it also presses on the kind of you know the theme is like heal the world, but a lot of it was just a lot of these characters healing themselves, dealing with the traumas of the previous game. Hmm. Uh, you know, as we saw Miles with Lee and and, and Miles and Lee helping uh, Peter overcome the death of Aunt May, as we saw with uh, Dragon's Breath. Like, mm-hmm. he either could De- cure Devil's Aunt May or... Devil's, Devil's Breath. Yep. Could either cure Aunt May or save the rest of uh, everyone else, that create a cure, and have him having to finally deal with that, um, I thought was really good. So Very insightful, you know. Nick. Very insightful. <laughs> yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then this leads to together. This is the big final boss fight with with Venom. Uh, what did you think of this? Uh, this thought, was very frustrating at first for me. The fight. Yes. Uh, which part? Like when you have to bounce around between the three different platforms. Yeah, it, not because not because of that, but because if you don't either parry a lot of the times in this game, whether you should parry or dodge can be it's confusing. Hard. Yeah. And in this very case, if you screw up with this final boss fight, he takes you to fucking town. Yeah. Like he takes you to pound town. He's he beats the shit out <laughs> oh, of <God>. you. <laughs> and, he, you know? and, that, and that boy thick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like and and I, I remember I had to kind of restart this fight a few times before I finally got like in the rhythm of like the cadence of the fight itself. But I just remember at the very beginning, me like, what the fuck, man? This guy's just like he's killing me. Like, yeah. And all I'm doing is making one mistake. Like I'm I'm L one or O. I don't know which one, but I yeah. picked the wrong one, and he's he's making me eat it. But uh, what did you think of the fight? Uh, it was it was. I mean, you know this this part of it was fine. Um. You know, I, I know exactly what you mean with the L1 circle um, confusion, confusion thing. I think probably my soul skills helped me a little bit with that one. Sure, sure. Um, so, you know, it wasn't too bad on a skill, skill level, but um, I thought that the moment when Venom sprouted wings was super cool. Didn't, yeah. <laughs> didn't think that was going to happen. Um, and the way, especially the way he's like kind of carrying Peter just by the head. <laughs> like he's just, holding yes. his, he's just holding his head like limp, limp and lifeless. Um, I thought was really cool and then kind of you know leading into uh the second part of the fight which is you know basically miles versus venom uh mm-hmm. I, I really dug because um i i view miles miles is my favorite he's just my favorite spider-man and everything like i just i really really dig the smiles the miles yep. character and i agree so, and so for him to be like kind of the savior of the whole thing felt yes. you know it felt like what i wanted it felt good um you know and uh so yeah, I I, th- I think it was a, a pretty pretty cool fight, and you know the way that you kind of end it uh, in the lab that Harry and Peter you know wanted to start together with the uh, what do they call that thing the electron collider particle collider yeah. or whatever yeah particle accelerator um, yeah it was just it was a 
it was what I what I would want out of a final fight. I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it, did you like it more than the Doc Ock Doc Ock fight in Spider Man mm, One? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I, I think Venom was a cool is a cooler character. I right. think, but I think the fight itself and just the location being on the top of that building was really fucking cool. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but I think you know they also similarly, um, you know had those really powerful emotional moments at the end of both of those fights that, you know, were very similar to one another, whether it's, yes. you know, Peter coming to terms with that doc, you know, doc is gone and, you know, it is what it is, or, you know, that he had to effectively save Harry by killing Harry in a way, yes. even, even though Harry's not dead, but, you know, he's, uh, I don't know, in a coma, I guess, uh, by the yeah. end of this game. And so, um, yeah, I mean, similar payoffs and um, made me feel for the characters, made me, made me... Um, yeah, care, and I usually don't care about superhero stories, so good. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a fitting end, and again, like I like I said, I, and we'll kind of get into this when we talk about the future of the franchise. I we eventually assume like the torch will be passed to Miles, like just as a story overall story, but um, having Miles be the one to save Harry, uh, I think was more of a sign of that that happening. You know, like he's he's the better Spider Man in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, um, and, and you know, and I mean, they they pretty much say that at the end of the game, right? When right. you know the very very end, and and one of my favorite scenes in the game, um, you know, is Peter's been thinking about stopping this for a while now, right? But he, right. obviously, how do you tell that to Miles? How do you tell the person that you've been training and teaching and you've formed this bond with that, like, hey, I'm gonna not do this anymore? And so, you know, seeing the struggle of Peter try to get it out stuttering over his words and then miles mm-hmm. basically cutting him off and just being like i got this so it's just like yeah you fucking do we got this <laughs> yeah you do miles go go get him kid and so um you know really really nice wrap up there too yeah yeah and so we move in kind of the the end game here uh we see norman osborne not happy with his son being in a coma uh asking to get the g serum going he will be green goblin for sure in spider-man 3 without a doubt um and including a scene where he goes to see uh dr octavius because he wants to know the identity of spider-man he is blaming him for his son's current condition and which which, is dumb (laughs) which if you remember from spider-man 1 uh doc ock and norman did not get along at all so uh, Doc Ock will not do that, but he is preparing to write his final chapter, and I believe that is, of course, referring to Spider-Man Three being the final chapter of this this story. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I did a little bit of research. Did Nick? Did you know that there's two Spider-Man stories called the final chapter? Did you know this? No. Yeah. So, so you know, I, I don't know if this is going to be the case or not. But uh, apparently, yeah, there's two different stories. And one of the final chapters is has, I guess, one of the most famous moments in Spider-Man history, which is where he's trapped under a crazy amount of rubble and has to, like, use all of his strength to break free and all that all that good stuff. And then the other final chapter story is where Spider-Man crashes, clashes with the Green Goblin uh, and Osborn initiates a ritual known as the Gathering of the Five that he believes will grant him incredible power. So I'm wondering if that is an actual verbatim, you know, final chapter tease mm-hmm. or if that's just, you know, them using that that phrase, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to say because, like I said, we both think like the torch should be passed to Miles. But we are talking right now about two yeah, villains won't be. very much tied to Spider-Man. So uh, it's hard to say that, like, 
Peter Parker will definitely be in Spider-Man 3 um, and that, you know, Green Goblin will be probably the primary antagonist of that game. Yeah, I, I think I think Spider-Man 2 will start out, you're, you're Miles, you're, you're, and then Peter's going to get roped back in. It, it'll just be one of those classic, yeah. like, and then I got, and they pulled me back in. You know, it'll be <laughs> yeah, one exactly. of those, so. But, uh, what, what do you think Doc's Ox involvement would be? I do don't. You, do you think he might be a good guy? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't. I don't know. And this is where my lack of superhero right. just knowledge really catches up with me. But, but to be honest, I don't think you need that knowledge. I don't think like I think the story they're creating their own story. Like again, yeah. there's no Eddie Brock Venom. There's only Harry Osborn Venom. That's a first for this, right? True. So, so I don't think you need to know. I would just like your knowledge of the first game, your knowledge of the second game. Yeah, I mean, I think, no, I don't think Doc Ock becomes a good guy. I mean, dude, he's in prison, like, writing a fucking Hitler manifesto right now. He's, <laughs> you know, he's 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 pissed off, and I don't see uh, anything changing that. I mean, because I can't remember, but it's not like the Doc Ock from the movies where he just has this chip that got fried, no. where if you take the chip off, he's fine. Like, he's he's fundamentally fucked, and so, um, no. But the the enemy of my enemy, my friend, right? Like. You know, who does he hate more? Does he hate Norman Osborn more? Yeah. Or does he hate Peter Parker more? I mean, yeah, there could definitely be a scenario where, like, Green Goblin has Peter, you know, he's going to give him a death blow and, and Norman or, you know, Doc Ock intervenes. But like, I, but I don't think it would be, it wouldn't be on Peter's behalf. It would be on uh, either you're not going to be the one to kill him. I'm going to be the one to kill him because, Norman, you've always had the bet, you've gotten the better of me my entire life. You're not going to get the better of me here. Um or it's just like, no, I, I really fucking hate you, Norman. I'm going to kill you instead. I don't really give a shit about Peter right now or whatever the case. Um, but, yeah, but this kind of goes back to, like, being a little trite again. It's like, I feel like that's expected. Like, I don't no, know. No, you predicted this this exact amount. When we talked in the Before New York podcast, you you predicted everything we were talking about. The whole, the, the whole turn for Norman because of Peter and Harry yeah. uh, you predicted that like yep. one to one yep. like that yeah so it's not like <laughs> yeah so you know it's it's I don't know and, and maybe that's why they include so many villains just to like freshen it up to like keep it at least a little bit different to uh, allow you to see some 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 new things while we're going over these this bigger normal story but um yeah I'm not I'm not sure how they're going to play those two with the Spider-Man okay yeah, I, I don't either, but uh, yeah, obviously they're both going to be in it. Uh, Brian Interhard loves Doc Ock. It's his favorite character. Sure. Uh, he said he had this scene planned all the way back in Spider-Man 1, so uh. um, so expect, yeah, definitely Doc Ock, which is great. I mean, the character's great, so you know I'm all for more Doc Ock. But uh, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, Spider-Man is retiring. <coughs> uh, MJ has a podcast. But what, what's up with Peter and, or Miles? And uh, we get an end credit scene where Miles meets uh, his mom's uh, current interest, love interest, and that he has a daughter, and her daughter's name is Cindy. And of course, I'm sure, like you, like <laughs> myself, John, you were like, "What? Yeah, who's that? <laughs> Who is Cindy Moon? What is the, what is the importance of her?" And, uh, you know, Spider-Man fans obviously would know, but uh, this character is known as Silk. She is another spider character um, in which she can create her own webs, uh, kind of like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. But I know nothing about her beyond that, um, that 
but though in the past she's been kind of linked to Peter Parker as well. Um, so what do you think? What do you think about a, a new Spider Woman? That's not Spider Woman because that's an, another character. But what do you think of Silk either being most likely the half step? Yep. Because I can't. I don't see how they could do the character in a Spider-Man 3 and cover the other things we just talked about. You know, another origin story. <laughs> yep. No, I think this is the half step uh, that we will be getting, you know, with the God of War rumors of them getting one. It just makes more sense that how expensive and how long games take that we're going to see more of those. So uh, yeah. I fully expect that half step um, to be her. And, um, you know, I think she's going to basically effectively replace kind of Gwen Stacy or Spider Gwen yeah. uh, as the female uh, version that that helps uh, helps the boys out, I guess. Yeah, which I think is a good thing. Again, I I think it is good that Insomniac is, uh, again, doing their own path with Spider-Man, bringing in characters we're not familiar with. So, you know, I'm excited to see this character because I have no, I know yep. nothing about her. Yep, yeah, for um, sure. So, so if there is a Spider-Man silk you're in, I know your son's in. Are you oh, in? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, dude. Anything Insomniac makes, I'm in. Mean, they could, they could make, you know, a game about a loaf of bread that you got to go save, you know, <laughs> a peanut butter and jelly character, and I'll play it. Um, so yeah, I'm in. I'm absolutely in. All right. So, so that's kind of it. Do you have any other thoughts about where this this franchise is going from here? Um. No, so I wanted to touch a little bit, yeah, based on, you know, how I mentioned that it's possible there could be some Spider-Verse things, and, um, you know, just a couple couple reasons, right, is, uh, first off, we got Black Cat's Portal 1, I know that those portals only link to in Earth areas, but, like, you know, who knows what the potentials could be there. Um, I can see a scenario where, uh, you know, Norman uses the G serum on him first because he wants to test it. He turns himself into Green Goblin. Harry ends up dying, and we got to figure out a way to, you know, I think he's going to be obsessed with trying to bring his son back. So there could be some sort of, um, you know, link there to pulling in multiversal people. But my main thing that I'm thinking of is... Um, oh, Harry Osborn's not done. Like, I, we can talk about that briefly, but Harry Osborn is, will be back. You think so? I mean, how do you know? Like, why are you so confident? I, don't, I mean, I don't... Because because he's just in a coma. Like, he's a, he's, a, he's a piece on the board still. You know? So, like, he's not he's not dead. He could become he could become Venom. He could become another Spider-Man villain. You know? If there's maybe. the Hobgoblin, too. Maybe, um, maybe that. But, but uh, he's still a piece on the board. <laughs> Harry will be, play a part in... Spider-Man 3, for sure. Okay. Well, either way, I think one of the things that I, uh, you know, was thinking about is uh, before Spider-Man 2 was revealed and announced, I remember one of the biggest questions that everybody kept asking was like, is it going to be more than Manhattan? And if so, how are they going to make that fun? And I think we're going to be asking that same exact question going into the third one. And I don't know if you can just rely on more boroughs at this point. So you have to figure out a way, in my opinion, to make it a new to make a new playground. Because by the third time we're swinging around New York, it's going to be great. But I think it's going to start wearing down. So you think so? You th- it, you, you you think that the. I do. I mean, I, unless if they unless if they really fundamentally change up the way that 
Peter and Spider-Man interacts, like you need to either make it more dense or just I don't I don't know what you do because like that is one thing about this game. It was a ton of fun, but like it was pretty empty with the with the grand scheme of how big that map is and how fast you're moving. Like there's not a ton of stuff in there. So you know, I never felt like I was at a bur like the boroughs had much person. I'm not the boroughs. I'm sorry, the neighborhoods of Manhattan okay. never had that much sure. personality to them. So, what is your theory then? I know, I know, your theory in the past has been it'll have been another city. Um, yeah. So, so either, so either, yeah, either they're going to have to somehow incorporate another city, which maybe, or they have some sort of portal aspect to this where we're going to like a place like Mumbatan, right? Which is a, a the Indian version of New York City and across the Spider-Verse. Or we're going to Nuevo York 2099, which is where Miguel is from and, and that. So it's like, I, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that this is what I'm putting my money on. I'm just saying I, <laughs> yeah. I could see them trying to incorporate some story where, where Norman is trying to go multiversal because either, you know, like like my theory that maybe oh, Harry's, yeah. <laughs> Harry's dead, he's got to pull somebody out, like they have this portal wand that Black Hat's introduced again, you know, they have to figure out a way to, to make that multiversal, but we know that Doctor Strange exists in this universe, uh, we know that, you know, we might need a different playground to play with, so I'm just saying that, you know, it's possible that they could play around with that too because with the power of the PlayStation 5 you know dude it could be some sort of overlay it could be some sort of thing where you press a button or you sure. you go into the menu and like you come back out of the menu and like New York just looks different like I don't I don't know so that's what I would have predicted had they gone a multiverse route but again I think as we mentioned when we talked about the spider bots is like I don't think they're going the multiverse for the main story like if anything there'll be a side story but I don't think there'll be any overarching main plot in this game that involves the world changing like that. Yeah. And I and I just have this feeling like it is going to be New York again. It'll be the same. You know, it'll be great. They'll fill it with more stuff. There'll be more things to do. You know, I'm sure Spider-Man 3 will be packed with things. Yeah. But I, I think we're I think we're going to get the same map. I, I don't see how we don't. Well, I do defer to you. You are the, the, the comic book nerd. You nerd. <laughs> no, well, I don't read Spider-Man comics. So I don't even refer I to that. I'm not an expert there. But I, again, I, like I said, I don't even think that matters. Just look at the games. Look at what we've done. It's it's always been said here. I, yeah, but you, these, you, there's you, no but hints you, of characters not being here like but you do you know, know the comic book tropes a little bit better than even I in miles morales when peter went to europe it, you know and that's kind of led us to think that hey, maybe that would happen you know they brought it back to new york everything was in new york you know so yeah um, I, don't, I just i don't know if you could do it a third time maybe and it and really it'd be a fourth time a fifth know. time probably <laughs> True, exactly. It'll be, it'll be another half step, but uh, that's true. And I, I have a question for you, Nick. You know, if you had to, uh, what, what year is Spider Man 3 coming out? Oof. If there is a half step, you think the half step would be two years again? So you're looking at three to four years from now? If, if we're lucky, if they if they use the same city, and they got Wolverine, it's, to it could, yeah, yeah, but they have different teams. I'm not, I don't. I don't, I don't worry about that. Even I heard that the Miles Morales was a different team, too. So, um, yeah, I, I would assume you would expect the half step in two years and maybe the next game in three years. Okay. Um, I was, I was going to put my money on uh, it's going to be PS5 Swan Song in 2028. That's going to be my, that's my guess. Oof, yeah, so we're, another five years, huh? Well, we're already towards the end of this year. I mean, it's November. So, like, right. you know, I, 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 yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess 2028. That's my guess. Yeah. 
But but I think like again, if they use the same city, the benefit of that is hopefully a quicker development time. And I and I'm you know ever since Corey Barlog said they didn't want to make God of War a trilogy is because just how long it takes. I'm like. Yeah, I'm all for that. Like, yeah. let's let's wrap up these stories. Let's get these games out quicker. You know, I don't need to be in Paris swinging around a Spider-Man. It's going to feel just as good as swinging around as Spider-Man in Manhattan. Um, yeah, that's that, true. You know, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Nobody right. knows. Final, the final thing. What was your favorite suit, John? Let's end on that. All right. So in- you a, you, I'm sure you have a few. Oh, of course. Because I'm me. All right, let's see if we can get some boondoggles going. All right, so I'm just gonna. This is a shout let's start out, with Peter. Peter. Okay, I only have two Peter suits that I, I wanted okay. to shout out. Uh, so first and foremost, I got. I, you know, it seems cliche and lame, but the symbiote suit is just dope. I mean, it it, it, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. But the one that I I found myself using all the time was uh, Peter's. It's called the Superior Suit, mm-hmm. um, which is it's it's your traditional Spidey suit. Which let me just say first and foremost, it's one of the best looking suits out there in all of superheroes. So like you're already starting <laughs> with such a good bones, but like this one it's like almost a dark gritty version of it that makes him look like a little extra sinister but they put like extra angles on his eyes so his Mm -hmm. eyes kind of look a little bit cooler in my opinion Um, and then when you went into the alternate colors and things they had uh, an all black one with like a red logo which was super dope which is the one I use most of the time Uh, but then they had a really awesome like royal blue cobalt blue kind of looking one too that Mm -hmm. I thought looked really really nice and so uh, it's very classic looking but um, I thought it was dope I will say I thought the spidey on the back was kind of dumb it almost looked like there was like some sort of just like block on his back I don't quite know what that was but uh, I love the way that the front of that one looked yeah that's a good choice is that all you got for Peter? For Peter, that's all I got. Okay, I like the I like the classic black suit because that's again this the, the the normal symbiote suit. It doesn't look as like sticky as the one in the game did. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Spider Man twenty ninety nine because of course the the Miguel. I, and I think that was in the last game, so that's it just was a, yeah it was yeah. I have the Iron Spider suit. That is that was my go to. It's like this metallic gold, red, blue. It's from you know it's from the movies. Yep. Um, just great and then i also like the last hunt suit which kind of made peter look like craven yeah because uh, you had that big burly like furry like it was just a different suit than the typical ones it just looked cool it was yeah. a cool it was a cool suit um but then uh let's go into miles uh, well, so for Miles, I'll start off with this one because it's similar to the Last Hunter or Last Hunt one. Is uh, Miles's smoke and mirror suit, which yep. was which was basically there. Yeah, which was uh, basically a, a takeoff of Mysterio, and it made yep. me it made me immediately want a version of every every villain to have their own kind of suit play yeah which like uh, that would be dope and like this one looks so good they made the the eyes smoky you know just like mysterio would have um but i thought they did a really really cool job uh with that one yeah yeah it made that quest worth it (laughs) worth it even though the ending wasn't satisfying but you just got that soon you're like oh shit yeah it looks cool like this is yeah because your head's kind of like a globe just like mysterio um i also had uh for miles the forever suit which was just the black panther suit like okay. That yeah, was yeah. that. That was a cool suit to like the rock because he he's got the claws. He looks just like Black Panther, um, and again a great nod again to the expanded uh, Marvel universe. Well, if you had that one, you had to have had the best suit there is. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Best, <laughs> the best only tease suit. in the whole game, the the, the Wolverine. Yep. Yeah. I, that one, I definitely a special shout out. I don't think I ever used it very much, but mm-hmm. when I saw it, it's like, oh, that's that's cool. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that one, um, and then I had two others for Miles that I, I liked. Um, first and foremost, again, my love of Across the Spider-Verse. I just think that the suits that they do for like, that are playing off of the, the that franchise yes. is so cool. Um, I will admit something about this one more than the PS4 version of Spider-Man, it just seemed too choppy. Like when I play, I was like, God, I can't, I can't get used to the way that he moves. I, I uh-huh. appreciated everything it did, but I never really played as it, um, okay. just for that reason. But um, and then the other suit that I thought was, I got it and I just laughed, um, was Miles's city sound suit, which is like the one where he has just, he looks like he's like a jazz player. It's, oh, yeah. it's like the most unsuperhero suit <laughs> yes. thing I've ever seen. Uh, but a few I, of those. But I just I, I want to applaud the team for like thinking a little bit outside the box and like just kind of having this. <laughs> you know, it looks like the way that like I feel like Miles's grandpa would dress or something. Like it's just hilarious to me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah another suit that I liked was the, the again the speaking to the expanded universe was the agents of shield suit that made miles look like a shield agent especially the the one with his colors the black and the red okay i was rocking that for a minute because uh, he, yeah he just looked like a like a just a tactical agent um of shield which i appreciated so and that that's all i got for me yeah that one is cool now i'm looking at him yeah that's cool um yeah so that's all i got for me as well um let me just make sure yeah uh did you do any least favorite suits I did not. I didn't. I didn't feel like going through them all again and just going. Oh, I didn't like this one. I, if any of the suits in had a like a hood, or were like, like there was the the Japanese looking one was a Kumo. It was like one. It was you had it right at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, a lot of those suits, the suits that kind of just didn't look like Spider Man would wear it. Um, again, the the suit that Miles <laughs> makes in the story uh-huh. uh, was pretty bad. But, uh, yeah, I just, any suit that just did not in, look like a Spider-Man suit to me, uh, I, I just, I didn't get anywhere near. So a lot of the hooded suits. Yeah. I'll just, I just have a couple. So Peter's, okay. Peter's arachnite suit. Uh, I have, I have one note, just no capes, no capes. You can't, you can't do capes. You're yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Miles's evolved suit, which was the one that he made himself. I'm, I'm sorry, Miles. Like, yeah, your hair is sweet, but if you see anybody, you know, they're going to know immediately who you are. So it's just kind of <laughs> kind of silly to me. Plus, I thought it just did, looked bad. Did you like his Carnage suit at all? Ka- yeah, kind of. I did. I just got it too late in the game. Yep. I mean, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Didn't really use it, but it looked like what it was. One of the more detailed suits. It's just with like the little things kind of sprawling off uh, yep. off of him. He kind of looked like a um, a. Uh, oh God! Why can't Why can't I think of what are the clickers like? What in Last of Us? Normal zombie guys in Last of Us. Oh. <laughs> Uh, why am I spacing two? You're doing it too. What the fuck? <laughs> Infected? They're not just last of us enemies. I feel so bad right now. I am on a PlayStation pocket. Yeah, they're just infected. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. We're um, thinking too hard about yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Um, but, and then one other is, um, look this one up, Nick, because this one, it, it, I didn't really hate it until I looked at it truly, but it was a Peter, Peter's Secret Wars Civil War suit. Um, I think I saw this one. <laughs> first and foremost, it cuts off the suit cuts off around his forearms, which is just a really gross yeah. look for Spider Man. <laughs> and then this is exactly what I if Spider Man was a proud boy, this is how he would dress. <laughs> so yeah, tactical like, pants. I'm good with I do not need uh, that suit uh, yep. for, uh, at all. I thought that suit yep. was sucky. But that's yeah. all I got. Okay. 
Cool. Yeah, the suits were definitely a, by far a giant highlight of this game. You know, even if you did a side quest like the Marcos, uh, Mementos, and, you know, the ending was kind of unsatisfactory. At least it was like, oh, I got a new suit yep. from it, you know, so. Yeah, um, yeah the suits are, are great and, you know, again, something to look forward to <laughs> in the future of the franchise. But uh, I think that's it, John. We kind of, we've talked everyone's ear off about Spider-Man 2 now at this point. We can kind of put it to rest. Uh, do you have anything else to add? No, no. Uh, just overall thoughts. You know, I really enjoyed my time with it. I thought the gameplay specifically was immaculate, exactly what I was hoping for, exactly what uh, I knew Insomniac was able to do. Um the narrative, I think, was a little bit to be desired. Um, you know, after sitting with it for a little bit longer, realizing that Craven's motivations was the silliest thing I've ever heard, that he just wants to hunt is just didn't didn't land very well with me. So no. I, I got to say, you know, I, I know I said on the podcast that it was probably my game of the year. I don't think it is after sitting with it a little bit. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, but it's still uh, an absolutely must-play experience. Anybody who's into video games and just wants to have a good 30 hours. Oh, that's another thing. I <laughs> I think great length like great platinum length for for us busy dads out there that just can't spend you know every hour <laughs> playing video games you know to get the platinum i think it took me 31 or 32 hours was felt very good um and insomniac is killing it man they, they continue to kill it and sony uh bought them at 275 million dollars with the, the steal of the sensory so Yep, yep. I agree. And, and then i lied one oh. last thing we didn't touch upon this is oh. there a chance this game gets dlc uh, ugh. I know we talked about this at work, and you kind of convinced me against it because I was like, "Oh yeah, we'll get DLC." I was like, "Yeah, maybe not." Like, just with the with what they have to establish with Silk, what they need to, um, you know, kind of just how long things take to develop now. Um, I I don't know, I, you know, and with Spider-Man One, the th- three pieces of DLC that they did release were released, I believe, like one, two, and right. three months after announced before the game even came out. Yep. So it'd be weird to then announce something now. Um, the only thing I could think of is if they made like the Carnage story DLC, but um, you know, if it didn't tie into what Silk was doing. But no, I, I would I would put my my money on nay. Yeah, it's hard to say because they like doing these DLCs because eventually they can release the Game of the Year edition. There's a, the rumor about a re-release of Cyberpunk Physical that's going to include Phantom Liberty. We saw that with Horizon Forbidden West having, you know, the, you know, complete edition, you know, with the Burning Shores DLC that like they kind of like to do this so they can repackage you a $70 game. Mm-hmm. Um for that reason it might happen, but I'm with you I wonder if maybe maybe we'll hear something at the Game Awards um, about yeah. this. That well, I would say if we don't hear something at the Game Awards, then it's probably not going to happen. Um, right. You know. Because right. it would... It, well, again, like like Burning Shores was a year later. Like, it's possible, like, next fall will be DLC for Spider-Man. It's it's, it's so hard to say. It's you yeah. Know. I, yeah, I kind of hope that they don't. Like, focus on the big stuff, you know. Sure. Like... Yeah, if it's Miles Morales for DLC or City Never Sleeps, it's Miles Morales all day. Of course. You know, so it's I'd prefer that they just focus on another, you know, ten to fifteen to twenty hour experience, you know. Yep. yep. So Alright. Now we finally have talked enough Spider Man. Amazing game, amazing yep. thing. And if you're just joining us for this bonus episode, uh, and if you want to hear us talk about anything else, like other video games that aren't Spider-Man 2, you know, we have a new podcast every Tuesday. So please 
listen to us. We we have a lot of great opinions on things. At least yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. I'm I'm usually right about things weirdly enough. So yeah, listen. Yeah. To me. I know I know stuff. <laughs> so yeah, we had it. a lot of correct predictions about Spider Man uh, two before it came out. So you know. We know a thing or true about video games. So, yeah. you know, if you like what you heard, you like our discussion, yeah, join our regular episodes every Tuesday. But Brian Intahar, come on the show. Come on. <laughs> Let's do it. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Reach out to him on Twitter, John. Right, see, yeah, if you got it. see if we'll do it. Yeah, I'll but, just go uh, find out where he lives and knock on his house. That's how, so you, that's, that's how people get on your shows, right? You, you, ber- <laughs> you berate them at home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just show up at his front door. He'll be, he'll be okay with that. Cool. I think he works from home, so he's there a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so we're going to leave you again on that great song, Swing. Again, a song that just kind of opened the game up and just said, hey, you're playing Spider-Man 2. Have some fucking you know? fun. Yeah, have some fucking fun. And, you know, license... or. Spider-Man has had some great uh, original music for it across the movies and this game and the games. Uh, original music uh, created for it has been fucking bangers. Goddamn. Yep. And this is a banger. And again, this is what kicked it off. So kicked off our experience with Spider-Man. So we're going to end that song again for you. So enjoy. Good call. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. What's the, uh, what's the way, what's the, uh, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. There you go. That's right. So remember that. Goodbye. Bye bye. (laughs) Together we win. You can catch us, baby. We'll see about this. Never forgot a cloud. I'm so about a crowd. We can go pound for pound. We can go round for round. Alone in this world, they gon' doubt you. So join up your powers. Live in the world where they down you. Before they crown you. Divided your dreams and devoured. Together it's ours. That's where you find your destiny. Shot of your bound to.